So so it, it's it's incumbent upon every man to make sure in your singleness you lay everything at the feet of Jesus now. Mm. That even in your singleness you prepare for when you're married. Meaning that when you date, when you pursue the friendships you have, are you treating your female friend like you would treat your wife? Mm, yeah. Are you treating your girlfriend like you would treat your wife? I know this looks a little different today. Uh, I'm by myself, but not by myself. I have a guest today, but uh, I'm without an eye today because this is guy talk. Woo! <laughs> I know she wanted to be here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know she did because she run everything. Yeah, but uh, I can say all this because she's not on it. But uh, this is your host, Austin Person, and welcome to Be For Real, where you can have candid and productive conversations about life, but from the Christian perspective. We all know life can be weird sometimes and you just need someone to sit down with you and just be real. So get comfortable and enjoy yourself. So today I have a very, very special guest. Um, I This is my first time meeting him. I've spoken to him on the phone before, but this is, I, I don't even know if he remembers. Yeah, but it was, I was on my way to Austin. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is, a, this is one of Anaya's mentors. Um, she's always telling me about him and uh, all the great things that he does and is doing. And so I really wanted him to talk to me about being a Christian and godly man in today's society. So uh, welcome, Mr. Purvey. Appreciate you having me, man. I, 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 I'm I, weird, right? I'm weird. And so uh, the weird thing I just I realized too. is that you and I have the same initials, A and yeah. P. Yeah, didn't know that. Yes, so. no, it's it's a lot more. It's a lot more than that. There's a lot more than that. That's a like that they they've heard plenty of times how alike we are. But yeah, that was the ice on my cake for real. That and we have the same favorite candy. Okay, what candy is that? We uh, we both like trolley's gummy sour worms. Y'all weird. <laughs> so one day she was eating them, and I was like. Why are you eating them? She's like, this is my favorite candy. I said, get off the phone. I'm, I'm through with you. I'm through with you. I was like, you cannot have the same candy too. So that long list of other things. But uh, I guess my just to get it started, I wanted to. I want my uh, audience to know a little bit more about you. Um, your your background, cool. uh, what you do, you know, your connection with God, and how spiritual you are, and all of that. Cool. Well, I uh, I'm honored to talk about this topic. I. Uh, Honored because I do my best to be a godly man, but like yeah. everybody, oh. we all fall short and fail in some areas. So I'm glad this is a real conversation, yeah. right? Because we're gonna have some some real talk about it. Uh, but um, who am I? Uh, who I am is a, a lover of God, a lover Amen. of people. Um, I love music. I love experiences. I love adding to people's stories. Amen. I love adding to mine. I believe the more. Um, I experience people, the more my story is enhanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that that's who I am, just wanting to leave a legacy of love on the earth, yeah. right? What I do is I've had the opportunity to serve in ministry for the last almost 15 years. Wow. And so for about 13 and a half years, I served uh, at the Antioch Fellowship Church here in Dallas, a youth and young adult pastor. Yeah. And um, here recently, I've taken a position at Concord Church, uh, executive pastor here on staff with uh, Pastor Brian Carter. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's who I am. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And I just try to just try to shine, shine light, leave love and 
and, and make it happen. Yeah. No, that that is so ironic that I'm speaking to you about this. I was telling Nia today, um, I applied to uh, be a camp counselor mm. at this uh, uh, Glen Lake uh, retreat and camp. Okay. Okay. It was a Christian camp. And um, basically, I would be, you know, a camp counselor where I'm getting to minister to youth. Mm. And I, I was telling Anaya that I've been really feeling a calling, a strong calling mm. to do that. Mm. You know, that I was like, I've, I've never... You know, it's easy for when they see a good Christian godly man to yeah. say, oh, you need to be a pastor. Yeah. But I, I never felt led to do that. But right. I did feel like being a youth minister mm-hmm. in that in that mm-hmm. instance. And so it was it was crazy. You know, they called me and asked for this position, you know, asked me to join. And so, I, you know, I knew it was all God back mm-hmm. then. And so to talk to you about this and how you, you know, minister to youth and how do you draw to them, you know, this is a great time to, you know, get feedback on you and how do you do that and how do you tap in because I just like you were saying earlier there's a lot of different people that still come in contact with you that you know for years so how do you tap in to them to where they love God but they love you at the same time you know what I mean so for me it's all been about organic relationship yeah like I um I'm just real big on creating moments Mm. um just putting people in a room and seeing what happens uh for years uh, I tell people all the time I never really did a lot of trips with my youth, never really did a lot of giveaways. Mm-hmm. And some of that was budget reasons, mm-hmm. but most of it was just because I just love organic relationships. Yeah. And I've just seen how it happens when you put people in a room and you give them subjects to talk about yeah. or you just start conversation and how those conversations lead to experiences. Yeah. And that's just how I've led. I saw that it worked and I just stuck with it. Right, mm-hmm. and so when people and when people ask, man, how did you do it? I literally put people in the room, yeah, and just allowed God's love to lead conversations. And man, it's crazy. Um, in the summers, um, my teens would come to my office like nine in the morning. Wow, we wouldn't leave till like nine ten at night, <laughs> and wow. and we wouldn't go anywhere but to the store or to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. We would have a few places where we I would take them to like some ministry outings with me, but for the mm-hmm. most part. We were just there with each other. Yeah. And my office was was big for office, but it wasn't big enough for 12 people. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? But we were there, just crammed in, um, just having the deepest conversations, the funniest conversations, getting on each other's nerves. But the next day, we did it all over again. Yeah. And it just created this sense of community and belonging that bled over into the youth ministry. And for 11, 12 years... It just reciprocated, and every group of teenagers that came through wanted that organic connection. So, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, in talking about your walk and being a godly man, can you discuss some of the pressures that, you know, you have to deal with as a godly man in this society where there are so many things accepted, and you have to have these conversations with a lot of these different youth and kids about, you know, whether it's, their sexual orientation yeah. or, you know, being a child of a divorced parents where mm-hmm. they don't understand what, you know, why they love them or <laughs> abandonment mm-hmm. issues, things like that. How do you have those conversations where, you know, they don't want to talk about it, but they do want to talk mm-hmm. about it? You know, how do you tap into that? I mean, I guess a lot of it is, and this is the harsh reality, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of it is personality driven mm-hmm. where you just have a personality that people want to gravitate towards you. Yeah. And you can't take that lightly, right? And I mean, I had to realize that what I do organically, some people have to work at. Mm -hmm. 
But with that understanding came responsibility yeah. that I had to make sure that I wasn't taking advantage of the of the gift. Right. Mm-hmm. And so just because here, here's the issue I would have, Austin, I would know what to say, how to say it, when to say it, but I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I just knew how to be in the moment and have the person leave feeling better. But I would necessarily care. It's when I put my heart on the table. Yeah. It's when I really start to see a change, not just in them, but in me. Yeah. So part of being a godly man is realizing that, one, we don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. We just point people in the right direction. Yeah. That if I see somebody going the wrong way, I come alongside, walk with you, and hopefully the love of God and the companionship of somebody causes you to make the turn yeah. or to at least make a better decision. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've met um, young men and women who struggle with their sexual orientation. Yeah. And the first thing I lead off with is I don't, I don't agree with it, but I'm gonna love you in it. Like, I mean, like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I had a kid that went off to the Navy and came back and uh, was talking about how they uh, were in a relationship and currently engaged to a man, mm-hmm. and how their parents didn't agree with it, and how the parent kind of kind of shunned them. And then I remember telling him, "Well, I want to meet your soon to be husband." Yeah. And dude was shocked. <laughs> Like, like, what you mean? Like, yeah. I want to make sure whoever you marry and treating you right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't agree with it, yeah. but I don't want you to be in harm's oh, way right. either. Yeah. And I'm gonna love you through it. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I honestly believe that loving somebody doesn't mean you condone what they do. Yeah. Because if, if that was the case, we wouldn't be loved by God, yeah. right? That God loves us in spite of us. Yeah. So we have to love people in spite of them with the understanding that we're not perfect either. Yeah. So in, in talking about loving someone, being a godly man, how, and this is specifically to men, how do you find a godly woman? Like, what are the traits that you should be looking for? I mean, I know everybody is different mm-hmm. and you like different things, but what are the, what would you say are the main traits that mm-hmm. you need to look into as a godly man in a godly woman? What are the things that you think that God says, those are things you need to look in and she mm-hmm. needs to have? So I think that one a man has to understand the real meaning of submission, mm, right? Mm. That you can't uh, re, uh, expect a woman to submit to you when you haven't submitted to God. Yeah. Like, so I think every man has to understand that their submission comes first. And any man who submits will never have to tell a woman to submit. Mm, yeah. She'll automatically do it because you did it, mm-hmm. right? That, that that wouldn't have to be a conversation yeah. that's being had or something that, that's being done. Yeah. Right. And so I think the first step a man has to be being godly means that you submit. Right. It, it means that you um, submit to um, authority. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's the Greek word uh, hupotasso, which mm-hmm. literally means to to come under, to mm-hmm. fall under, like, which really means to submit to. Or, or, or to, to come under. So when a man decides to come under the authority and come under the leadership of God, um, then you will look like God, yeah. act like God, see like God. Mm-hmm. And so you'll know what a godly woman looks like because you'll be connected to the Father. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. That, makes, that makes so much sense. Yeah. You know, because a, a, a lot of times, especially in, in, you know, in current society, you know, you just want somebody that looks good, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you don't look at the substance right. of that person, right. you know. Do do they love the Lord first of all? Mm-hmm. You know, what do they want in their fellowship with you and becoming mm-hmm. one with God, you mm-hmm. know? And and all those things that come up under that, you know. And so and then leading to that from what I understand, you know, 
being a mentor, but also being a parent, mm-hmm. you know, what are the things that you try to show as a godly man? Mm-hmm. You know, what what do you try to reflect upon them from what God has put in you, you know, to show them this is the direction you should go? I mean, I understand you're not perfect by any yeah. means, but what what do you strive to do? Like, I mean, I think uh, loving yourself above above mm-hmm. everything. I think when you love yourself, mm-hmm. you're you then have the capacity to love someone else. Yeah. But if you don't love yourself, you lack the capacity to love someone else. And I think a lot of times, um, since we're talking about men here, uh, men fail in relationships because they try to find themselves in a woman. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they want that woman to either be like their mother. Mm-hmm. Or to be a mother, yeah. When that woman is a woman, and when mm-hmm. I say be like the mother, I mean like a woman is not required to cater to you. She's supposed to walk beside, beside you. you. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so when when you understand that you love yourself, you don't you don't even need a woman yeah. to validate that, right? Because yeah. you love yourself whether she's there or not. So it's self love. So being a father, man, I teach my son and my daughter, but for the sake of conversation, my son to love himself. Yeah. At seven years old, he's a strong-headed, strong-willed young man because I'm teaching, because uh, he has a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. He stutters, or he has he has um, sketchy speech. And so what happens is, uh, I'm even teaching him through that, yeah. that you're special and peculiar. Like, you're good, mm-hmm. and, and, and you will be better. Yeah. So love how you are. Love how you talk. This that, That's how you talk. And your family will never make fun of you for how you talk. Yeah. We'll always accept you for who you are. And so keep getting better. Yeah. So he goes to his speech therapist and kills it. Yeah. And he's making strides because he loves him. Yeah. And so I think every godly man should only love himself, but teach their seed to love themselves too. Yeah. So, you know, in discussing that, you, you kind of went into talking about how, you know, you don't have to dominate a mm-hmm. woman. You know, she's supposed to walk beside you, but you're still supposed to lead. So can you kind of get into, like, the difference between, you know, dominating and being verbally abusive and being chauvinistic and things like that to a woman or to your significant other, but uh, rather than leading her, you know, through God. Can you kind of get into that? You ready? Let's ride, all right? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get real relaxed okay, now, okay? Yeah. I got you. I got you. So, <laughs> we got in the meat of the conversation. Yeah. So yeah. here it is. The misconception is that a lot of men feel like women need them. Mm. Like, women don't need us. It would be nice to have us they don't need us, yeah. right? And so if if this was a dual show, I would say the same thing to where, um, you know, women, you know, men, we don't need you. We would like to have you, but we don't need you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, every man, every woman should be able to stand on their own two feet mm-hmm. and serve God, live according to God's purposes, mm-hmm. and live a fulfilled life, right? But if you are to find someone the Bible says that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? Yeah. So that speaks to the nature of, of the search. Yeah. I don't go out searching for. Yeah. I find. Literally, literally, so, speaking, yeah. literally speaking to as I go through life and if I'm following God, if I'm, if I'm living according to his purposes, if I'm loving people, here's what's going to happen. As I'm walking through life, I will find her. Yeah. I don't have to search and and turn stuff over and deviate and go off the path. Mm-hmm. No, I'll find her. Like yeah. the Lord will put her in my path. Yeah. So it just speaks to us as men that I don't have to um, do the most mm-hmm. 
to find her. And meaning that you got to find yourself first. Yeah. And it goes back to what you asked me. That's what happens when men think that they have to dominate a woman mm -hmm. or verbally abuse a woman to keep, quote unquote, keep her in check. Okay. Yeah. Because that's the misconception of being a man that you have to dominate a woman for her to submit to you. And I started, mm -hmm. I told you what submission mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Like that's a false sense and a false definition of submission when somebody has to listen to you. Yeah. And so how can you expect a woman to even listen to you when you don't even know what God's voice sounds like? Wow. So, 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 so you're, 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 you see what I'm saying? You're expecting her to listen to you, mere human, when you don't even know what God's voice sounds like. But if you are listening to God, you would know how to speak to that woman. Period. Right? Because, I mean, and this is what you either have seen uh, through your years growing up in your household or maybe heard about or even uh, as, as, a, as a young man in your 20s, there's a way to speak to a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm going to give y'all free advice. Everybody listen to this podcast. I'm going to give you free. Mm -hmm. I, I would drop my cash app, but don't even worry about it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but now here it is. Um, mama always said, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. I promise you, if you learn to stop speaking to a woman's head and speak to her heart, you'll win every time. Yeah. If you speak to her head, you will lose. Mm. Trust me, you cannot outwit a woman. Do you hear me? No. And, and if you talk to her, she will beat you every time. But yeah. if you go after her heart, and especially if you go after her heart with pure intentions. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you really... Real quick, he's not talking about turning on some music and, <laughs> and you know, lighting a little candle and putting a little flowers on the bed. He ain't talking about no, all that, people. No, I know how y'all think. You know he ain't talking about all that. No, 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 he's talking no. about speaking to her spirit. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> because, because a lot of times that, that, that becomes... Uh, overcompensation mm -hmm. because you can't verbally interact. You, <laughs> so you, do. You, you do everything else, everything else. Hey, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go left and come back right. Uh -huh. uh, because at the end of the day, a lot of times men overcompensate because their end game is getting in her pants. When in the reality is her end game should be getting to her heart. Because the misconception is if I get to her pants, I have her heart. No, if you get to her pants, you got her head. If you you see what I'm saying? And and, and that's why so many relationships are jacked up. Because you got her head, but you don't have her heart. Yeah. And that's why you that's why you never click. But in order to have her heart, in order to have her heart, God has to have yours. Yeah. Okay, so staying on staying on that conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you kind of took this conversation to a yeah. very deep subject. So in speaking of that Today's society allows for men to take it if you can. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if, it, if it's given to you, take it. You know, what I'm talking about, we're real sex. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, but in, in discussing that, that's out, of, that's out of order. Yeah. Get the draws. Get the draws. <laughs> get the draws. Yes. Yes. You know, it, you you taking names. Like, like you logging. Okay. So she said, he said logging. She said on Tuesday that her mama not gonna be home. March, so, April, so May. yeah. So let me put the dates in. Let me put the dates in. I got June second on Wednesday at six o'clock. I have a meeting at five, but at six o'clock. But, but but anyway, you know that's out of order with God. Yeah. You know he he talks about becoming one with a woman once the marriage is solidified. Yeah. You know that that's the covenant that he's given us. So mm -hmm. can you talk about the how it is so allowed and everything that you watch and you see is like, you know, because I, I know they're going to talk about, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about women, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're going to have their own conversation mm -hmm. about, you know, how 
they feel materialistic, mm-hmm. you know, but we materialize them mm-hmm. because of what we see and what mm-hmm. we hear and what we feed mm-hmm. in our spirit. So can you, can you kind of go into that about, you know, talking about sex and how that's out of order for those people who are trying to figure out how to stop it, but it's so, you know, consumed in them. All right, so I, t- I had a conversation with somebody a couple weeks ago. I said, um, here's how we talk about sex. We understand that literally, and this is this is for everybody, yeah. we're not supposed to know how good sex is. Hmm. We're, we're not supposed to know yeah. because it's supposed to be saved for marriage. Right, mm-hmm. but for those of for those of you, and I'm not going to assume everybody listening to the podcast is sexually active. So mm-hmm. I'm going to speak to two different groups. Mm-hmm. The first group, if you're not sexually active, okay. this is this is for this is for you. If you're not, don't, because it comes with emotions, it comes with feelings that you can't um, deal with, or that you can't. That you will succumb to and have no power or control over, yeah. right? But if you are, here's how you can manage it. Because yeah. I'm not going to just sit here and cover and blank, make a blank, blanket statement. And say this is how you stop. Because yeah. there are some people who just can't stop yeah. because it, it's it's a it's on the conversation. Yeah. This is how you manage it. Does your intentions, speaking to men, does your intentions with this woman line up with the word and will of God? Mm. If it does, you're good. If it doesn't, don't. That's the easiest way. Yeah, yeah. For, 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 for any young man or anybody listening to this podcast, and, and I mean, because this may be a show about men, but I know some women will listen to it too. Yeah. So for the women listening on this particular subject, if a man is not willing to go after the heart of God and pursue yours, and he only wants to be sexually active with you, it's up to you to exit out of that. Yeah. But for the man, if you can uh, lead by example, by you know, by doing God's will and doing God's work, mm-hmm. and just being a light in her life, mm-hmm. like that will mean more to her than anything. And mm-hmm. and, and I think that um, it's just incumbent upon young men to get closer to God. And when you get closer to God, your desires become like His. Yeah. So then you don't, you don't even see her the same way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, because the reason why a lot of we talk about the scorecard and, and the book log because society says get it, get it, get it, mm-hmm. right? But but God says no, hold back mm-hmm. or, or or change your perspective, look yeah. at it differently. And, yeah. I, and I think that 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 is the need uh, for more young men. Yeah, and and so in in talking about that, like for the people who don't, because I'll be honest, with you, I'm not. And mm-hmm. so in that, how do you manage? When, you know, your friends are saying, oh, you're not, dude, no, you should, mm-hmm. you know, once you do it, just keep, you know, get mm-hmm. the flow, don't be worried. So, you know, how do you handle, you know, the, the insecurity, you know, mm-hmm. it's the insecurity. Yeah. How do you handle the insecurity for those men who don't, because it's created by the world. Mm-hmm. It, it's created. So that for the men who don't have. Who sex? don't. Yeah. How, how do you do it? How, you know, how do you handle the insecurity? Um. It's under one. Understand, you're a man, mm-hmm. so you will have a desire to. Mm-hmm. But every sinful desire uh, is could be laid at the foot of the cross. Yeah, comes as a cough. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, um, Lord, I'm struggling with this, and I need help in this area of my life. And so, even when, even with the insecurity, even with the desire, like Lord, I need you to change my my desire and change my insecurities. Yeah. I, I mean, and I think it's one thing. Um, 
especially as men, mm-hmm. like we will go to God and pray for financial advancement mm-hmm. and pray for opportunities, but we won't we won't put our desires at the feet of Jesus. Yeah, you see what yeah. I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's something we have to realize uh, that. We're missing out on a lot of godly opportunities mm-hmm. because we're searching for um, companionship and a false sense of it. At yeah. that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so for the young man that's not, understand that although it may be different and abnormal, you're supposed to be that, hmm. right? Like, like you're supposed to stand out. Yeah. Like you're you're supposed to be uncommon. And so, when you realize that that walking that walk. May be different for culture, mm-hmm. but it's it's the divine will of of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You 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 embrace it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I guess my last question with talking about men and women and be you know getting together is so like what what changed for you, and what's the difference? Because a lot of times we don't we don't know the difference. You know, we still like let's talk about society. So you know, you are in high school and then you go to college mm-hmm. and then after college you get a job and then once you get that job, because a lot of our audience is young adults, mm-hmm. you know, next thing you know, you start hearing, okay, you need to start getting a wife. You know, mm-hmm. you need to start getting married, things like that. But the sad thing is, especially for our black men, mm-hmm. we don't have, you know, I'm lucky to have a father in the house, mm-hmm. but a lot of us don't have a father in the house. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how to be married. Mm-hmm. You know, so can you tell our audience what's the difference between being a single man and being a married man who's one with his wife, because a lot of times there are men that are married, but you know they're not married men. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So how do how do you but while you're single, how do you prepare yourself? Yeah. To be a married, married man. man. Yes. That's married for real. For real. Yeah. Right? And I think it's in your singleness married, you understand yeah. that it's in that moment where um, I'll be real. Mm-hmm. You can't wait until you put the ring on her finger to lay down your ways. Mm, that's very right yeah. because it, I'm what, write that down. Y'all should write that down. <laughs> because what, what you're doing, you're really not letting them go. You're covering them up. Yeah. Because um, you're, you're doing it for the sake of being engaged or for the sake of being married, right? Yeah. And then when marriage, and when you realize that marriages work, then all of the issues that you lay down, you pick them back up. Mm. Right. Like if you're in your 20s, like who you are in your 20s is a mature version of who you were as a teenager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Studies show that around 14, 15 years old, that's who you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so important for student ministry. Right. Because around 14, like you you, in your 20s, if you look now, if everybody listening right now, if you look back on how you were about 15, 16 years old, you're just a mature version of that. You just learn how to navigate it, right? And so with that understanding that, okay, what are some things that I have in my life now that people don't know about because we've done a good job masking them, Mm -hmm. that um, if they were uncovered, it would hurt relationships, that that I can't take. So if if I'm selfish, if I can be dismissive, if I can be divisive, what what are are these things that that are going on in my life now that, Jesus, I need you to take them away? So it so when I find her, she discovers that I'm who you want me to be. Yeah. But what happens is a lot of times um, we as men end up finding good women, mm-hmm. and we can't hold on to them because we haven't done the work on being a better man. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And, and and I feel bad for any man that finds a good woman and is not ready for her because he couldn't submit to God. 
Yeah. I, I, I just I feel bad because yeah. it, it can happen. She's there. He right? gave it to so, you. so right now, God is giving you the opportunity to get closer to Him and to get better. And watch this, y'all. Like it's so much bigger than sex. Yeah. Yeah, right, like it's a, like sex adds another element to it, but it's so much bigger. Like, are, are, what are you doing? Are you doing better with your time? Mm -hmm. Are you investing in your talents? Are you leaving childish ways behind? Are you giving attention to stuff into things that don't matter, or are you leveling your life up to to put things in place for your kids now? Mm -hmm. That 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 a man that foresees the future understands that I'm doing things now for my wife and for my seed. Mm -hmm. Even I don't know who they are. Yeah, but I'm doing things now. So am I? Am I saving a little money? Am Am I putting things to the side? Am I respectfully treating people in my relationships? Am I going after the things that's going to make me better? Right. And so when when you look at that, because if you are in your twenties, if you're twenty two, twenty three, you're on the cusp of entering into life yeah. where. There's nothing there but you and God, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, so high school, you have the bubble of your family. Right, yeah. College, you got the bubble of college life. Mm -hmm. It's still a bubble. Let me be expanded. You got friends. Now. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You still have a group of people you see every day, yeah. but you can go to your dorm. I go to mine, mm -hmm. right? I, I don't have to see you <laughs> in high school. I gotta see you every yeah, day. Yeah. But, but when, but when you graduate college, like life hits. Yeah. Like, so understanding that it's not going to be just relationships, like bills are real. Job search and job, uh, keeping a job is real. Mm -hmm. Like the independence is real. And if you're not doing the work now, it's going to hurt you then. Mm -hmm. And then you have the audacity to try to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like you're just messing everybody up, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and so it's just understanding that in this singleness, man, just... Just getting closer to God, let that be your ultimate goal. Yeah. Whatever that look, whatever it looks like for you. Here's here's one thing I found out, Austin. Everybody's walk is different. Yeah. Every every man listening to this podcast, understand that every man's walk is different. Like no no man walk is the same. So find your lane and run it. Mm -hmm. I can't be like Austin. Austin can't be like Pervy. Yeah. Like, but what I can do is share part of my story. And you can share part of yours. Yeah. Like as parts of each other. Absolutely. Yeah. In my mid thirties, I can still learn from somebody in the early twenties. Yeah. Like I don't, and that's how I go through life. I'm a consistent learner. I believe that anybody who has been through something has something to give. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anybody. So 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 uh, uh, if you're under twelve, I ain't trying to hear you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anybody twelve or older that starts living life, mm -hmm. I can learn because you, your experiences, yeah. right? Like your story is developing, and I can learn from that. Mm -hmm. and I, I think I think as as men, as we learn, um, we learn who we who we are, but we also have to learn about who our fathers were, uh -huh. who our grandfathers were. Like it's a lot of stuff in us that comes from them. Mm -hmm. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, and when you There's realize that, that do, you, do you hear me? Yeah. And, and when you understand that, you now have some things that you re really can identify. Mm -hmm. But you talked about earlier about a lot of young men who don't have fathers. And, I, and I'm praying for you because there's a lot of men that you don't have fathers, you don't have anything to connect your ways to. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so so you said you have your dad, yeah, I have dad. mine. Mm -hmm. So I know you, knowing, how old are you? Uh, 18. So, yeah, so at 18, you, you, you are well wise enough to know I do that because my daddy did that. Definitely. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm my daddy's son. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I feel the same way. I'm 37. My dad turned 77 last week. Mm -hmm. And so, but especially being a 37-year-old father, mm -hmm. so now I not only see me, 
I got seeds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, boy, yeah. you, you're your granddad. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying yeah. is uh, for the men who don't know their fathers, understand this. There are some things in you that you're confused about and you don't know where they come from because you don't know your daddy. Yeah. And you here, here it is. You may not know your earthly father, but your heavenly okay. father is willing to take on the stuff you don't know. Yes. And the stuff you really can't readily identify. And 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 pour back into you so you can be better. Yes, that that that's so deep. That was a lot of great things that you said. And one thing that I, you know, really caught on when you were talking about, you know, preparing, you know, to be a husband way before you even put the ring mm-hmm. on or expect that girl. You know, I can't about saying this, but like with Anaya, a lot of times right now I I'm single. I don't I'm not with anybody, mm-hmm. and so I get to ask a lot of the questions that I can't ask when I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. with her. You know, even the other day, I was just, I was asking questions so that I can learn and know. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what a woman like. This is what she mm-hmm. doesn't like. This, like, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of stuff I just don't get. I don't yeah. know. You know, I'm not a woman, so I can ask those questions yeah. and then you know and take ownership of those things right now, yeah. so that when I you know I find myself in a relationship again. I can take on those things and be a better person because I know that yeah. in my past relationships I wasn't what I should have been mm-hmm. because I didn't know. But yeah. now I can use that time. I mean, because continue learning. Yeah, bro, I'm 37. I don't know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like so. So there's some things about women you will never, never know. <laughs> bro, bro, like like like. Uh, there's a book called uh, "Men Are Waffles, Women Are Spaghetti," and it just talks about how men are able to compartmentalize. And women are just strings, right? Mm-hmm. It's just just never ending strings of like, 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 what are you talking about? You know, like, but it, it's, <laughs> it's it's one of those things to where I think that when you strive to try to understand a woman, you will find yourself be more confused, <laughs> right? So, so you, so, you so, get worse. Oh, my, my goodness, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so you you just learn how to manage it, yeah, right. And what I mean by that is you realize that uh, the female species is the only species on the planet that can div- that that can hold and birth human life yeah. like nothing else yeah. can do that so god felt some type of way about woman yeah cuz he wanted he allowed her to do I that agree. right and so it's it's on us as men to be delicate and to honor and to adore um our women and it's not it's not up to us to try to understand them. It's up to us to adore them and honor them. Yeah. And and give them a safe place, a secure place where their heart can reside and they feel loved. And they feel safe. And and here to every man, that can happen at every level. Yeah. You don't have to be a boyfriend or a husband for a woman to feel safe. <laughs> Just be a godly man. To where mm-hmm. she knows that she can lay something in your presence and you won't abuse it. You won't use it against mm-hmm. her. Because a lot of times men get into this habit, especially my young brothers who listen to this podcast. If a young woman comes to you and wants to have a conversation and that conversation is her pouring her heart out, that is not an open door for you to take advantage of it or even get close to her. Mm-hmm. It's, sometimes it's not even an open door for you to say anything. Mm-hmm. She just wants that to rest in the presence of a man because she got because <laughs> she got girlfriends who would be jealous yeah. and girlfriends who would be envious 
of the information she's talking about. Yeah. So she just wants it a safe place for her. Mm -hmm. She don't want you to act on it. Mm -hmm. She really don't want your dumb self to say nothing about it. Because mm -hmm. you you really don't know what to say. No way. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you, you see what I'm saying? You ain't asking how it is. I just sitting there like, yeah, oh, you, okay. Yeah, you really don't want to say nothing. No you you good. Got to. Oh, okay. And stick with that. Yeah, and then she get mad. She be like, oh, "Okay, that's no, all you gotta no, say." No, no, that is exactly all. I have to Absolutely, you are a smart young man. You are smart. I mean, stick with oh, okay, until you old. Oh, you hear me? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you gotta say? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what Interesting. You yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Mm, you wow. don't say. <laughs> she did what? Really? For real? Okay. Yeah. Really? And this, oh. and this is how you get out of it all. It's like, you, know, you know what? Okay, look. Let's pray about it. She can't fight. She prayer. can't fight it. She, she can't, she can't fight prayer. Nothing else. You can't fight nothing, God. Nothing. Nothing. Or, 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 or this. What did you talk to God about? Yeah. Ask it. Because if you ain't talk to him. <laughs> you, then how you going to come to me? Talk to me? Yes. 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 Hey, you are a smart young man. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, so to approach this topic, you know, to approach the songwriter said, if I can't say a word, I'll just wave my hand. Nah, hey, yeah. hey, lift it, lift it, <laughs> lift it, lift it. <laughs> Start speaking to him. <laughs> but to approach this in a different angle, yeah. being a godly man, does that require you to be a protector, not, not of a woman, but be a protector of, you know, that in the Bible it talks about your land, but mm -hmm. you know now being a protector of your money, mm -hmm. being a protective of your family, mm -hmm. being protective of you know your church, mm -hmm. you know things like that, and then the part two of it, and being a godly man, do you need to have a job? Do you need to have money and finances? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Bible says that a man that doesn't work don't eat. Yeah. And so, like, um. That that has such so so much weight on it, but yeah. uh, every man should be pursuing to do something. Mm -hmm. Here he, here is the misconception. The misconception is that if I'm a man and I'm working, I have to make a lot of money. Wow. Nah, you need to make money and be able to provide yeah, yeah. Uh, for yourself. Women, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause here it is. Here it is. A lot a, a lot of men need to understand this. You can't spoil her if you only have enough to feed you, mm -hmm. right? So it's all about your approach. Baby girl, you know up front, <laughs> like hey. Papa Do's is for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and any other time, uh, a brother learn how to whip up a little meal. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cook at the house, mm -hmm. or you know, I, I, I'll take you. I'll take the water burger and let you water size your fries. <laughs> Upside everything. You know what I'm saying? You got like, a lot like, of shake today, right. baby. <laughs> but but here it is. here's a lot of brothers gotta understand. And this speaks to finances. How you how you come in is how they're expected you to stay. Mm. Mean so a lot of brothers <laughs> think, okay, when I first meet her, I'ma take her out to a five star restaurant, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that. And you spending all this money on the first date, yeah, and you can't keep that up. And she's like, huh? Wait. And she's spoiled. She's like, oh girl, <laughs> girl. Girl, listen, yeah. girl. He took me to this restaurant, girl. I mean, he knew he knew the chef. Like when I ordered, wasn't even on the menu. Chef came. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the girl afterwards, he had a band playing outside when I walked out. Like to my favorite you know, song. Girl, I, I didn't yeah. know a mariachi band could play Beyonce. Like I mean, like, you know. <laughs> you know so see what they don't understand. You just said you just said a whole thing right there. But what they don't understand is that the reason you know the chef is because he worked there. You know, <laughs> he, he worked there. That's where he worked. That's where he worked. That's where he worked. That's, where he worked. That's, 
That's why he got the hookup. He knew his auntie and his uncle had their own mariachi band. That was them. He knew them. <laughs> they didn't know all that. Oh, man. See, he had connections. And the you little co- driver, his, his third cousin <laughs> on his mama's side. Like, yeah. And you coming in like you did something. <laughs> and, 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 and yeah. auntie, uncle, they can't keep that up every no, weekend. No, they can't do that every weekend. That time. was one time one for you. Time. <laughs> gave you a hookup, gave you a little discount. That's so, like, so, brothers, <laughs> come in correct. Yeah. Like, give yourself room to upgrade. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and watch this. Any real woman would want to grow with you. Mm. So, if, if you have a woman that expects you to be ready now, like, yeah. like y'all, like okay. If if you're if Anaya is nineteen and you're eighteen, that means your y'all's audience is between eighteen and twenty two. Mm-hmm. That that's so and you have an array of people that listen, but the main audience eighteen twenty two. Yeah. Hear me, sir. You ain't ready for nobody right now. Not at all. Like like, like you're not ready for because you're just getting to know yes, you. Like you just got, you just got introduced to you last year. <laughs> Right, yeah. and so you got to get to know you. For, so what I'm saying is, in any relationship now, y'all like just take your time, mm-hmm. and like and see if she's willing to grow with you. Yeah. If she if she's willing to grow with you, what you're gonna look up and realize is she's gonna be there when you're 23. She'll be there when you're 27. Yeah. She'll be there when you're 32. If she meant to be. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, brothers, hear me. Sometimes God will send you a jewel of a woman mm-hmm. to be a, to to be a seasonal blessing in your life. Yeah. And they'll be they're, they're just supposed to be there for college, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't lose your mind in college. <laughs> they're just supposed to be there for you. Simply, and so yeah. what you do is you cherish people while they're in your life. Mm-hmm. I told I told uh, my students this forever, and I and I, I say it to to the day I die. You cannot afford to make to give temporary people permanent positions. <laughs> and and how, mm-hmm. so 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 pervy. How do I know they're temporary? Everybody's temporary until they become permanent. Yeah. Right, so what I can't do, I can't, I can't give temporary people because, because I don't know the timeline. But as we grow and as we go, God will show me what place you are. My so, 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 fellas, hear me. Don't see this beautiful woman, and y'all have a go- couple of good conversations, and she squeezes your hand real tight when y'all walking in the park, and or she decides to give you a little kiss or something like that, and you start tripping. Oh, that's my wife. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Right, right, right now. Like, stop. Stop. Like she's just being nice to you and she's attracted to you. That don't mean she's your wife. Mm-hmm. Like, like, shut up. Like, like you, you, what, cause what you will do is what you can understand is on the other side of that, she like, Ooh, girl, he squeezed my hand. <laughs> he can, that's my husband. Both y'all just need to shut up. Yeah. Cause you ain't ready for that. Cause, cause what happens is that's why we have to have these conversations on both ends. Right. Because both people have to understand that this is a journey. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And if we both sprinting, we going to get engaged at 21 and be divorced by 25. Ain't got two kids. Uh, got, 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 got whole seats. <laughs> yeah. You see? But, but, but if, we, if, we get, if our goal is to get closer to God and allow God to, to order our steps, because the Bible says that, that a godly man or a woman, oh. their steps are ordered by the Lord yeah. in every way of their life. Mm-hmm. And so if your steps are ordered, you got to know that you're always walking in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, no that 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 was that was great, and I'm you know I I guess I guess to to close this discussion, um I just want to ask you do you have any last things you know you have and I always tell me all these sayings you have but do you have any <laughs> do you have any last words or rebuttals or sayings that you want to give to these godly men who are just striving for a heart of God? You mm-hmm. know? Um, God uniquely created you. 
Mm. And if God uniquely created you, you don't have to be a copy of anybody else. Like, God created you just how he wanted you to be. And although life may have dealt you a bad hand and other people's decisions may have put you in, in some situations that you didn't ask for, um, you're not responsible for how people um, have treated you, but you're totally responsible for how you treat people. Mm. And so uh, Mama said, when you know better, you do better, mm -hmm. right? And so as you're listening to this podcast, you have several minutes of information that should at least encourage you to make a turn in the right direction or at least seek out help. And so I may not have to end with a quote, but I will end with a suggestion. Mm -hmm. I, I suggest, and I want to admonish every man listening to this podcast, to find you a godly mentor. Mm -hmm. Find you somebody that that is willing and capable of pouring into you in a, in a healthy and positive way. This does not have to be a pastor. It doesn't have to be a preacher. It can be a godly man. Mm -hmm. It can be a mechanic, a manager at Whataburger, a professor, a construction worker, a garbage man. I don't care. As a godly man that has that's seeking the heart of God, have pour into you. And find somebody who is willing to at least have a conversation with you at least once a week. Yeah. That can just pour into you and that you can dump all your stuff on. That won't judge you, that won't try to encourage you to do anything that's not of God. That maybe just listen. Yeah. But I, I I especially young men who didn't grow up with fathers, yeah. seek out a godly man that can pour into you. And, mm -hmm. and, and I know it's, um, it's easy to go on YouTube and find a good speaker or mm -hmm. a good preacher. No, find you somebody who you can audibly talk to or who you can walk up on. Mm -hmm. They may change oil at Pennzoil down the street. Mm -hmm. Or they may, I'm just saying, like, yeah. they, they may be the most, the most unordinary person. <laughs> but find you somebody who you can just say, hey, I need to talk. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. and, 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 and lean in on that person. You know, uh, when I was in college, for me, um, mine was uh, Coach Harold Moore, Hank Moore. Hank Moore is a volleyball coach yeah. at my college. Tall. Coach Moore is about 6'5", white guy, but heart of gold. Mm. And um, the Lord just sent him my way. Mm. And, it, it, and it just happened. Um, I was struggling with school, and Coach Moore, like, the Lord sent him my way and told me, don't give up. It was just something about that. Just lean in. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like um, the Lord has sent several mentors my way throughout my life. Uh, but just find you a man. Yeah. Find you a man to talk to. Like yeah. stop walking around with all that in your heart, all that in your head. Find somebody to talk to. Okay. And and that that was that was great. And so what I want to do, I realize I didn't do a scripture today. So I'm gonna say the scripture of the day and then I would like you to pray for these godly men. No doubt. And then we'll we'll close out. So um the scripture is uh first Corinthians thirteen and eleven. And it says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. And so um, I would like you to pray after. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I appreciate you having me, though. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Yeah. So, God, thank you for every uh, young man or every man that listened to this podcast. And, God, I pray that you would uh, prick their hearts and, God, allow them to realize that in this season of their life, God, they need to put away childish things and embrace becoming a man that can not only uh, be seen by people, but God, a man that you can be proud of. And God, I pray that they seek out and find help for emotional and mental instability. And God, they seek and find you for a spiritual foundation. And God, we, uh, we pray 
uh, for or for victories right now. And God, we pray uh, and thank you for testimonies that will come from this time. And God, we thank you for this moment, this time together. So we give you glory and honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, thank you for joining us no today. Doubt. This was this was amazing. I mean, I, yeah, for y'all who can see me, I, I wrote a bunch of notes down. Uh, that 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 impacted my life, and uh, I want to thank everybody today for listening. Um, before you leave, make sure to subscribe and get notifications of when our platforms, including Spotify and Apple Music, when our um, episodes are uploaded. And if you are listening to us on Spotify, there will be a song in the episode that you can add to your playlist. Uh, if you have any gospel songs or worship songs that you recommend to us, uh, DM us on Be For Real on our, our Be For Real Instagram page, and we'll be we will be sure to shout you out. Uh, share with your friends and family and whoever you know about our podcast. And we just want to thank you for joining us today. We want to thank you, Mr. Perry, for joining us. And bye. Thank you.